We can't continue to do the same thing and expect a different result. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Wholehearted Health Podcast. I'm your host, Elsie Seberg. And on this show, we are going to chat all things nutrition, mindset, and fitness to help you find your balance in your health journey and feel the most confident and free by making sense of one topic at a time. The goal of a cut here is to get in and get out, and that only works if you've done the prep work. If you're listening to this, you are probably in that camp where you likely have been chasing fat loss, whether it's five more pounds, you want to just lose 10 more pounds, you've been striving to change your physique, but you've probably tried a lot of different things. And one of the biggest mistakes I see women make when chasing fat loss is doing exactly that and never leaving the diet phase. So if you've been living on low calories or chasing fat loss or a smaller body, and all of a sudden you realize like, I'm doing everything right, I'm eating healthy, and nothing is working, we can't continue to do the same thing and expect a different result. Why you're not able to lose fat is because your metabolism has adapted. This is something that I see all the time, and I did it myself. I didn't realize how crappy I felt, because the symptoms that I was dealing with, I thought were just part of it. I thought, oh, I just don't sleep well. Oh, I just have bad digestion or, oh, I'm just maybe intolerant to some things. No, 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 no. Your body is smarter than you. And let's just say it doesn't care that you want to lose body fat. It just cares about keeping you alive. So when it starts to sense food is scarce, And it doesn't know that you've got a fridge full of food. It just knows you're not eating it. Or you've got that kind of scarcity fear around food. You're yo-yoing back and forth. It senses that you're expending a lot of energy. And it thinks, oh gosh, she's working really hard. We're in some sort of life or death situation, especially if stress is high. It senses that perceived stress. And it thinks, okay, we've got to keep her safe. We want to keep her alive. All right, let's pull pull back on the energy expenditure. So it starts slowing down all of these systems in your body to preserve energy. It puts you on power save mode. And this is also called metabolic adaptation. This is called adaptive thermogenesis. It's a natural response. A lot of people think that slowing down your metabolism is something that you do wrong. It is literally an unavoidable part of dieting, part of being human. Our bodies have that built-in defense mechanism to keep us alive. So we're going to talk about what that might look like in terms of symptoms or what it's presenting like in your day-to-day life that you may not even realize is related to you eating less food than your body wants or your metabolism having adapted to preserve that energy. But let's just say all the aspects of our metabolism slow down. So our total daily energy expenditure, we'll call that the umbrella of our metabolism. That is what is made up of four main components. So your thermic effect of food, which is how your body breaks down food. It takes energy to do that. The food you eat, to digest it, to utilize it, that takes energy. The non-exercise activity thermogenesis, which is fidgeting, steps throughout the day, just kind of you staying alive, doing life, 
outside of your exercise routine. Your exercise activity thermogenesis, which is what you're burning through exercise when you're intentionally like lifting, running, you know, whatever it is that your your routine is made up of. And then the big chunk, which is your basal metabolic rate. This is the amount of calories you would need to eat that your body burns if you were to lay in bed all day. So all of those factors of your metabolism are affected by a down or up regulation in metabolic rate. So your metabolism isn't broken. It's just really smart. It wants to keep you alive and thriving. And a lot of the common adaptations that I see, and we'll call this compensation because your body is compensating for not getting the energy it needs. So typically the first couple are really like moodiness, your inability to kind of regulate your mood. You're not relaxed anymore. You're kind of on edge. You don't know why you're just like cranky. Cold hands and feet actually are a sign, especially if you've been chronically dieting. If you take a look at your waking basal body temperature, so if you take your temperature when you wake up in the morning or your pulse, those are going to be significantly lower. Chronic fatigue. So if you have low energy and you're like, I just think I have low energy or I'm just kind of down or I'm just really tired, but everything else is kind of staying the same, that's a sign. Poor sleep. So usually if you're waking in the night, that's caused by a downregulation in some of our sex hormones. And we'll dive deep into that someday where there's a correlation between our thyroid hormones, our sex hormones, and cortisol, which goes up. That's our stress hormones, which downregulates GABA, which is something that helps us fall asleep and stay asleep. So if you're waking up multiple times throughout the night, maybe to pee, maybe just waking up like wide awake, even though you're tired, Slow digestion, that is a huge one. If you find that your digestion is just sluggish, you're constipated a lot, you have gas, you're bloated all the time, really no matter what you eat, that's a sign that your digestive system, like we talked about the thermic effect of food is a part of our metabolism. Our body actually wants to absorb as many calories and as much nutrients from the food we do eat. And it thinks, okay, I don't know when the next time I'm gonna get this food is, why would I just burn through it and digest it really fast? I want to savor it. So your body's like, all right, we're on low power mode. We're going to just take our time with this. And that ends up pretty uncomfortable for you. It can also present as blood sugar dysregulation. So if you have a hard time keeping your blood sugar stable, you're on the highs, you're on the lows, maybe you get shaky, maybe you get anxious, or maybe you feel like you're spiking all the time and then crashing, That's a sign too, that your metabolism just isn't keeping up with the food coming in because it's not expecting it. (laughs) Hair thinning or hair loss is a very common sign that your metabolism has just slowed down. That's no longer a process that's priority. Difficulty losing weight. So even if you do think I'm in a calorie deficit or I should be, I'm not eating very much and I'm exercising and I'm doing all the things, but your body has not budged. That's a sign that that's now your new maintenance and your body is not trying to lose fat because like I said, it wants to keep you alive and it's on fuel efficiency mode. One large thing that I see, and this actually happened to me, is the loss of your cycle. So it's called hypothalamic amenorrhea, basically the loss of your cycle for more than six months. Um, And this happens because your body senses that you are not in a place to have a child to bring a child into this world. You can't even feed yourself. So it's like, okay, we know we're not safe. Essentially, that's 
all of these things happening are your body thinking, oh shoot, we're scanning our environment right now and we are not safe. Let's go into basically like combat mode. Another sign in terms of hormones and sex drive and things like that, if you have a really low sex drive or your cycles are just irregular, period, that can be a sign because hormones are downregulated. Their production is slowed. Like that's, like I said, having a child is not a priority. So if those hormones are out of whack, it's very common that it's because your nutrition has not been there. So to recap, less calories in, things slow down, systems slow down, some processes even shut down entirely. Your NEAT, so your non-exercise activity thermogenesis is probably going to slow down just to preserve that energy. You don't even probably realize it, but you're moving less. You want, you don't want to move. You're less motivated. So you're using less energy. This same things happen on the reverse. So if you have, this is what happens during a reverse diet. Stay tuned for next episode. We'll chat about that. But you move more. When you take in more calories, you have more energy. So those processes ramp back up. Your body starts to burn more calories because it has that energy coming in. So if you've checked even a few of these boxes, do not wait. Essentially, if you're under eating now or your metabolism has slowed down to keep you alive, you're just prolonging the inevitable if you stay there. And ultimately, our goal is to get you to feel better. Yes, you can reach your physique goals, but I think on a day-to-day basis, you probably just want to live a life without restricting your food and without feeling terrible, having terrible digestion, you know, just not feeling your best. Really that life where you are, you know, cutting things out or living in that shell that comes when you deprive yourself of essential fuel, it's not one you want to live forever. So you don't have to. So what I would recommend is reach out, get some, do some research on reverse dieting, and please stay tuned. Next week, next week's episode is going to be for you. And we're going to talk about it. Who is a good candidate, how it works. And don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss out, but please follow me on Instagram. If this episode was helpful for you, post it on your story and tag me so that I can repost you, but I will catch up with you guys next week. Have an amazing day. Oh, 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 oh,